What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. We are going to be talking about how the fear of carbs could actually be the thing that is holding you back from losing weight, getting in shape, toning up, and feeling awesome in your own skin. Mm. Let's begin this video by asking... What is your favorite carb? Okay, fun, fun story. Drop it in the comments and let us know if there was one carb that you could eat. And let's say if it didn't, you know, stall your goals or make you gain weight, what would that carb be? If you could eat it forever and never gain weight, uh-huh. what would you eat? And here's a fun story. When Sarit and I first met, she asked me a very important question. We were on the phone and I remember, I think she was meal prepping. She lived in New Jersey at the time. I lived in Portland and she asked me, no, I was packing to come visit you. I remember that. And she said, what's your favorite carb? And I was like, I've never been asked that question before. Definitely something that somebody who is into fitness and health and eating well and all of that would ask. Um, and I believe I said at the time, rice or sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes, yeah. sweet potatoes. Uh-huh. That was my jam at the time. I would say rice. Now, what would you say is your favorite carb now? Oatmeal. Oatmeal every day. Every day I eat it. Every day. Every day I eat it. So we eat carbs. We eat carbs every day. Eating carbs is a part of our lifestyle. And you know, if maybe you have a fear of carbs or maybe you've been avoiding carbs for a number of few reasons, we're just going to be revealing to you the truth about carbs. I want to say something too. It's understandable if somebody would be afraid of carbs uh, or think that carbs would stall or hinder weight loss progress because the, the, just the media surrounding, you know, diet culture and health and weight loss is very much like, you know, if you want to get leaner, if you want to lose weight, well, you know, cutting back on your carbs is the way to do that. And it's not the carb in general. Can we not like make an earthquake Mm -hmm. on the table? It's not the carb in general. It's the type of carb. So would you say just like first answer that comes to your head? Yes or no? First thing off the bat, don't overthink it. What's initially like intuitively the answer that you would have to this question is a donut going to have the same reaction to your body as oatmeal? Yes or no? Most people would probably say, well, no, they're not the same. What if it's a sweet potato donut? You know what I mean? When you think donut, you don't think sweet potato donut. You think like, yeah apple fritter, maple bar, chocolate. What's that stuffed one? The, with the, with the white. Oh, and, and cream, Boston cream, Boston cream. 
Thai. Makes Boston sound sweet. Anyways, you know, it. somebody told me the other day, you know, my body doesn't do well with carbs. And I was like, who told you that? Like, how do you know that? Like, oh, you know, well, when I eat them, I gain weight. I'm like, okay, well, that, what kind are you eating? It's like, well, you know, the like caramel popcorn and things like that. I'm like, okay, well, sure. <laughs> you know, I, I try not to laugh because like some people really don't know, like, and that's one of the reasons why we have this channel is we want to educate you so that you do have an understanding of the fact that not all food is created equal. Something could have the same amount of calories as something else. That doesn't mean that it's going to be the same. Uh, your body's going to process it the same way or react to it the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, if you have fear of carbs and by the way, we can completely resonate. I too used to be scared of eating carbs because maybe in the times when you've gained weight, right? If you've been doing this yo-yo thing, or maybe you're just now consistently going upwards, um, you know, there's a correlation between when I gain weight, I eat carbs. So it totally makes sense. However, If you, or when I start eating carbs, I gain weight. Uh-huh. However, if you're either scared of carbs or if you think that carbs are bad for you or that in order for you to improve your progress, you shouldn't eat any carbs, you're, you're one of two things could be both. Number one, uneducated. Okay. You just don't really know the whole truth about carbs and you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, like it, If you're uneducated, it's easy to just hear everything and think that that's the truth. Okay. And the other thing is maybe you are educated to some degree, but you're misinformed. So it's either the lack of information that you have or the information that you currently have about carbs that's, you know, holding you back. So let's begin with the information that, sh- that you don't have that could cause that. And like you said, not all carbs are created equal. If you ever, you know, watch our channel and you're taking notes, make it a point to, you know, write this down. Not all carbs are created equal. So you said there are different types of carbs. So let's just talk about those real quick. And we're also going to give you like, what do you do? Because I want to give you like action steps as well by the end of this. So we're going to give you some like Um, understanding it's like why they're not the same, but then also like, well, what do you do about it? Because your body needs them. Your body's one of your main fuel sources. So if you're tired all the time, consider maybe you need to be eating carbs. Yeah. And if you are, then maybe changing up the type. So we'll get to that. Also. Yeah. Yeah. So carbs. Okay. You know, mother nature creates carbs. I mean, in the form of fruit, in the form of grain, there are carbs in most things. Like even peppers have carbs in them. That's why for anybody who does keto, it's like, oh, don't eat any peppers. Not to bash on the keto community. However, you know, we want to make sure that we are covering all of the pieces in order to make an informed decision. Doesn't matter what kind of diet you follow, if you do. Um... So, you know, the purpose of carbohydrates in nature is to provide you with energy. So carbs are the more readily available energy source. Okay. And it's extremely important to have carbs because without carbs, we don't have energy. However, 
the whole concept of fear of carbs started, you know, like over the last century when carbs became highly processed in the form of simple sugars, especially, you know, to take it one degree higher, uh, corn syrup and high fructose corn syrup. Those should be the things that you should totally watch out for. Processed sugar and, you know, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup. Really quick, the reason that those are the two predominantly used sweeteners or sugars in processed food is because they are the cheapest to make. They're the cheapest to get their hands on. Anything made cheap probably isn't worth it. Yeah. And you can produce it really quickly. So, you know, on, uh, think, you know, industrial basis, it makes sense. Okay. And also it is more concentrated, therefore it's sweeter. So, you know, the sweeter things are normally the better it is. Right. So like, you know, for all these companies that use them, you know, economically, it makes sense for them because it takes less time. It takes less money. And there's a high and, profit. And, the, and right. And people come back to it because it's also extremely addictive. Know that sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Okay. Um, so three different types of carbs. Okay. Um, you know, there is the polysaccharides. Poly, I think it comes from either Greek or Latin, one of those two ancient languages, and it stands for many, many saccharides, okay? Many carbohydrates. So it's a strand of a lot of carbohydrates. Those take a longer time to process. And then there is, you know, examples... Just think about breaking like a chain link, like the longer the link is, the the or the longer it takes to, to break it apart. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And examples of polysaccharides are the more complex carbs. Okay. That would be like the sweet potato and the oatmeal and the brown rice, that sort of thing. And that'd be like a cluster of chain that you have to untangle and then pull apart. Right. Like it takes more time to break them down in the body. Um, and then we have the disaccharides. Di stands for two. Saccharide stands for carbohydrates. So, right. Yeah. So the strand of it is now shorter. It's only, you know, it's only made up of two segments. Okay. Therefore it takes less time to process. So examples of disaccharides are like, you know, um, pop tart, not even like sticky rice, uh, corn, that sort of thing. Okay. So it is not as complex as the ones we talked about before, but it is more complex than what we call the monosaccharide. Yeah. Monosaccharide is one carbohydrate. There is like, you know, very like the simplest simple, like it's, it, it will simply be broken down in your body. So, you know, when something is simply broken down in your body, it's more likely to be highly processed. Okay. Because if something comes with, from mother nature, you know, it's going to include water, it's going to include fiber, it's going to include vitamins and minerals that takes more processing. Pop tart on the other hand from the body. Yeah, from a machine. Pop tart, Twinkies, ho hos. Yeah, all those things. Consider those monosaccharides. And let's face it: when you gain weight, you don't gain weight because because you ate a pound of blueberries. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I ate a pound of blueberries. I'm gonna like gain three pounds tomorrow. No, it's probably because you you never feel bad about it either. You would never feel bad because you ate too many blueberries. Yeah, but here's the thing. Oh my God. Because blueberries have a lot of antioxidants and a lot of fiber and a lot of water, overeating it, try overeating like a bucket of blueberries and see how you feel. I just feel like you drank a ton of water. 
Yeah, you're not you're not going to feel great because it's going to require a lot of work. You know. However, let's talk about a blueberry scone or a blueberry pie or a blueberry muffin. Do you remember those Costco muffins? Oh yeah, my mom used to get the chocolate chocolate chip. So like and poppy seed. Oh my god. So like how easy it is to eat two of those? Oh my gosh. I could smash two like pa pa. Right. And that's why so many people are like, "Oh, I got to stay away from carbs because once I start I can't stop." Of course. Those are simple carbs because it has a lot of processed sugar, remember? It doesn't like, fill you sugar up. Sugar is really addictive. So, you know, the carbs are not the issue. It is lack of education about carbs that are the issue. And, you know, like, let's talk about misinformation, thinking that all carbs are created equal. Like if you think that, you know, let's say brown rice and a donut are going to do the same thing in your body, you're being fooled. If you think that blueberries and blueberry pie are going to do the same thing in your body, you're being fooled. So when, you know, it comes to, to carbs, do not get too wrapped up in the details. A lot of people, you know, get so wrapped up in the details that they, they get lost in it. What you need to focus on is that, like we always say, keep the main thing, the main thing. And what I mean by, by that is think big picture. Okay. Don't get so wrapped. So for example, every carbohydrate has a certain, what we call glycemic index and glycemic load. The, the glycemic index is the value of how much insulin will be released when I eat this thing. So for example, monosaccharides, um, you know, or foods that are high in sugar will have a way higher glycemic index. Okay. So the higher the processed food, the higher the glycemic index, the, the less processed it is, the lower the glycemic index. And then the glycemic load is how fast does that spike happen? Normally, the, the, the faster the spike happens, the faster it drops. That's why also when you eat like garbage, afterwards you feel really tired. Why? Because you ate foods that have a high glycemic load, probably a high glycemic index. So your insulin went up all the way and then you crashed real quick. So I know what people are thinking right now. You're probably like, oh my gosh, okay, so I'm going to go on Google and I'm going to find the foods that are the lowest glycemic index and the lowest glycemic load, and I'm just going to eat those things. Here's the problem though. That is not the issue even. Right. Because people hear these things and they go in there like, oh my gosh, this is the thing. Uh, if I just do that, it'll solve my problem. But the issue with that is that if you're not consistent and if you don't have the discipline and you haven't created the habits, it doesn't matter what trick you try. It doesn't matter what, you know, different uh, technique or strategy you implement. It's only going to last so long. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, a lot of what we focus on is very much like, what's the practical application of things? So don't go run and just Google, okay, lowest glycemic load. Because also at the same time, if you're used to eating ice cream and, you know, Costco poppy seed or chocolate, chocolate chip muffins, 
than going from, I'll tell you right now, I used to go from eating an entire one of those to eating half. They're like, yeah, well, that's not going to make that much of a difference because like you're still eating the bad thing, but it does make a difference done over time. So until you can start to just make adjustments to be better than what you're currently doing, you don't need to focus on, oh my gosh, what's the glycemic index of this food? You just need to understand that the less processed the food is, the less focused you have to be on the quantity and the less obsessed you are with overeating something if the food is a better quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that is why it's really hard to overconsume something like blueberries or something like that because, like, it doesn't have a high glycemic load therefore it's normally foods that have a really high glycemic load take up less surface area for example imagine eating a snickers bar versus you know like eating a pear lots of energy packed into a a small thing it's very like condensed very concentrated right like how easy it is to eat like half a pound of a Snickers bar versus, you know, like half a pound of pear, like, oh, like a whole bag of chips, right? Yeah. Bag of chips, same thing. So, you know, if you fear carbs, we feel you. And we also feel for you. If you fear carbs, it's because you are either, like we said, uneducated or misinformed. And one of the things that I would recommend for anybody who has a fear of carbs or if you know that you have either a codependent relationship on carbs, like when I eat them, I can't stop eating them. So I don't eat them. Like when it's good, it's really good. But when it's bad, it's really bad, right? Like that terrible relationship. Just, you that's know, a terrible relationship. That, that's a codependent, terrible relationship. If you have that, look, What we just talked about is the physiological. There's also the behavioral that go into that. And when it comes to the behavioral, um, for one, if you want to get yourself to a point where you no longer have a fear of carbs and you are seeing results, don't go through it alone. Okay. Because there's so much that goes into it. Do not get wrapped up in the details of, oh, what is the glycemic index? What is the glycemic load? Trust me. Do not. Do not, because that will not solve your problem. So what do they do? So then what do they do? What do they do? You need to work with someone. Okay. Honestly. Hold on. Hold on. Before we go there. Before we go there. Like, yeah, everybody can work with somebody. But the first thing that you need to focus on and pay attention to is just choosing better carbs. You might be afraid of them, but the chances are... If you are restricting them, you restrict them Monday through Friday and then Saturday through Sunday, you don't know what to do with yourself because Mm -hmm. you can't help yourself and your face is in the bottom of a half gallon of ice cream. So what you will do first is allow yourself carbs throughout the week, but have peace of mind that if you're eating a good quality of food, if you're eating, you know, if it's fruit, if it's, you know, a potato of some kind, you know, even a starchier vegetable, even rice, even, you know, oatmeal, whatever it is, if it's a better quality of food, if it is more of a whole food and less processed then and it has less ingredients in it, then you can have peace of mind knowing that that is going to have a different reaction inside your body than whatever you eat on the weekend. So 
then on the weekend, you will not be as tempted to go so buck wild because your body is not restricted from something that it needs. If you need air and you're drowning and your face is under the water and you can't breathe, what is the first thing that you do when you come up above the water? Breathe. (gasps) That's what you do. It's like no carbs, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs until you can't take it anymore. (gasps) All of it. Mm -hmm. It's like an over-exaggeration of carbs now and you have no filter, no control. Mm -hmm. So if you allow yourself breath throughout the week, you don't have to take such a big gasp on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for one, your sugar cravings or your cravings for whatever junk, you know, that you would normally cave into will not be as heavy. You'll have more of a peace of mind. And if you do want to indulge, all you have to do, first of all, is tell yourself like, just start with making a better choice. Mm -hmm. So if it's going to be ice cream, at least instead of going for like Tillamook peanut butter, whatever, like go for a, like, uh, like, a um, what are those kind with the halo top? Like, it's like a, like a coconut milk or an almond ice oh. cream or like something that's a little bit better. Right. And maybe you put your own fruit on top of it, mm-hmm. you know? So, cause, cause usually people don't just eat for the taste. They eat for the texture and they eat for the activity. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like the event that makes you happy, not just the food. It's the mm-hmm. event. It's the oral fixation of like food to my mouth, chew it, swallow it. It's like a, an event. So choose something that's better than, and if you continue to make progress, you'll find that like a ways down the road, you will be, you will have progressed pretty far. And you'll be like, Oh wow, look how far I've come. It doesn't take this dramatic swing of like, Oh, I've got to just cut everything out. Then if you're still struggling or if you've gotten your play yourself to a place where either like, you're just like, I just don't know how to do it. Like I just, I need help from somebody or like, um, I don't trust that that's going to work or you maybe are pretty close to your goal and you don't know what else to change now to get just that next step further. Mm-hmm. Then at that point I would say like, yeah, work with somebody, work with somebody. Yeah. Um, if it sounds like there's a bear, that would be sleeping. sleeping. Look, there's going to be a description in there. Should we put the description? There's a link in the description. that's going to take you somewhere you need to go. If you're struggling with this concept of fear of carbs. Yes. (laughs) I'm not sure which one yet, but we'll think about it and we'll put the right one in there for you. Um, it's either going to be most likely it's going to be something free so that you can, you know, get a start on something. Yeah. Or maybe if you need assistance and you want to chat with someone, you can definitely do so. Look, we're here to help you. And if you found this, uh, you know, information valuable, then do us a favor and, uh, just hit the like button. If you like what we're all about and what we educate on, then hit the subscribe button so that you can get more of that, where that came from. And also the, the bell notifications so that you can be notified every time we drop a new, ta-da! Um, anyways, we, we appreciate you. Uh, here's to you staying relentless and not just, you know, um, 
settling for the status quo. Most people in society have given up on their dreams and goals. You haven't, and that's why we're you're here, and we applaud you for that. And we're rooting for you. Remember that. Now, make it a point to be better. Here's to you. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.